Hello, hello. We are back again in the locker room for UFC 267. I'm excited. It's finally here. I know we've all been waiting for it the past few weeks. Uh, cards have been, eh, they haven't been the best, but UFC, they've been... They've been really holding out on us. They've been building up to this spike card. It's been one of those spike cards that we've all been waiting for. Kicking off with the main event being Jan Blahovich versus Glover Teixeira, with the co-main event being Peter Jan versus Corey Sanhagen for the interim championship. And wow, those top top to bottom, top to bottom, it is stacked. Followed by can't even forget uh, Khabib's boy Islam Makachev and Dan Hooker coming in on last minute notice. And then the prodigy to be Hamzat Chima versus Li Jilang. And it, it's just one of those cards that you, if you're a fight fan, you've been seeing advertisements on it. You've been seeing it on YouTube. You've been seeing it posted everywhere. Dana White. We, we got it's just it's been all over and I'm, I'm just excited to get into it. So let's just kick it off right now. The main event, Jan Blahovic versus Glover Teixeira. This is a fight for not only the hardcore fans, but just for just respecting the division. We all know that uh, John Jones, he's been one of, he's been the king of the light heavyweight 205 division for, I don't know, for the past 10 years since Barack Obama was president. He's just been one of those guys that have been on top, and now Jan Blahovic is starting to find his place. At first, people were not too sold on Jan Blahovic, but after he knocked out Dominic Cruz in spectacular fashion, and then after he beat Israel Adesanya trying to become the fourth ever double champ, and now we have this, you just you have to give the man his respect. This is a big test for him. This is a huge test for him. I think this will solidify, you know, that he is the heavyweight, light heavyweight. Yes, this is one of those. And then on the opposite end, Glover Teixeira, who is Chuck Liddell's boy. Remember, he came in because Chuck Liddell gave him uh, a good notice to Dana White saying, hey, this guy's going to be the champion. He has the most finishes in light heavyweight history at 14. Let me ask you something. All right. He's been in the game for quite a bit. Yes, he has. He's 42. Yes, he is. They have identical weight. One has a 76-inch reach, that's Teixeira, versus the 78. That is true. <laughs> so, with that with that being said, it, it, it's going to be hard to call it, but you just can't you just can't help but root for the underdog in Glover Teixeira. You just you want it for him. I agree. He's been he's been adamant that he wants a championship, but he's also been hinting at retirement. And I just think we just we just want it for him. Do you still think he's thirsty, or is he just trying to collect a paycheck? Because Jan just got the title. That is that is you true. You know what I'm saying? So there's more on the line for him versus Glover, who's been in the game for quite some time. There there is more on the line uh, for Teixeira for this, but yeah, they're they're both trying to find their their space in this division, and not only that, they're all trying to remove the shadow that is John Jones. When you think of the best light heavyweights of all time, only one person comes to mind. They know this. We all know this. No doubt and about it. They're just trying to really step into their own. So, so let let's just kick it off. Who do you got won in this fight? Who I got? Yeah. I'm gonna have to go with Jan. He's he's younger. He's fresher. He's more hungry. And he has more to lose. That so, is true. I mean, that's. Izzy, I know Izzy went up. 
he picked Izzy apart in a sense where they were standing up for quite a bit. It was what, like the fourth or fifth round where Jan mm-hmm. took him down. That's how he did. He secured the round. Mm-hmm. No. The victory. Yeah. One hundred percent. So I have to go with Jan. Yeah. Jan, he he proved it against Izzy. We all wanted we all wanted Izzy to win because he was talking about winning that and then find John Jones next and chasing him. And then Jan Blachowicz said uh, no and closed the door on that. For me, I'm going to have to go with Glover Teixeira, man. He's been coming back, proving time and time after again. His last win was over Anthony Smith, where we all wanted to stop early. And he has way, way better Brazilian jiu-jitsu than, um, than Jan Blachowicz. At the lighter weight classes, you know, it, it's kind of harder to sink in those submissions because they are lighter guys. But I do believe that Teixeira, with the weight being at 205 pounds, I do think he's going to pull off a slick submission in round one or two. But he has to do it soon. Uh, if he doesn't secure that submission, I, I do believe Jan Blachowicz is going to KO him. But overall, Glover overall, my final pick, I got Glover Teixeira. If if Glover is gonna win, he has to take him down. I think or grapple with him and have him win. One hundred. He has a better jujitsu than Glover. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Jan Blahovich, and it's one of those things where when the fighter, when they start to fall in love with the hands, when they start KOing people, like he KO'd Dominic Cruz, the way he KO'd. Corey Anderson in the first round and something to Bellator. And then when he KO'd Luke Rockhold, he's going to be definitely looking for that punch. I mean, it's a get in, get out, you know, collect that paycheck and go home. That, that's the game plan uh, when it comes to just being any fighter. So you got Blahovich, I got to share for the final picks. We will see this tomorrow in Abu Dhabi. Moving on to the co-main event, we got Peter Yan versus Corey the Sandman Sandahagen. What, what can be said for this? I, even though it is for the interim championship, I feel like we all think this is for the real championship. Uh, is Aljo the real champion? No shot. I, it's, it's hard to say, man. It's just he did not win a single round. He didn't win a single second of that fight. Like, it was, he did not have any seconds where you thought, oh, here it goes. Oh, no, no. Peter Jan just, he and it just wasn't shut even, him down. It wasn't even Jan's fault. It was the coach that told him to, what, toss the, uh, toss the knee. Yeah. Around an opponent. It wasn't, it wasn't his fault. So I think he's going to come back thirsty. Yes. Oh, he, he's going to come back hungry. He's going to come back more motivated. He, he knows what's on the line here. He's not going to get disqualified. He gets disqualified again off a legal knee. I mean, but it's not he's not gonna happen not gonna happen at all but uh a lot of people are saying that Aljo may not come back because he's if anyone doesn't know he pulled out of today's fight because of that lingering neck injury and just from hearing from other fighters TJ Dillashaw and from hearing from Dominic Cruz they all believe that he's not gonna come back at all he's gonna keep on he's gonna end up relinquishing the title just because a neck injury is 100% serious and you have that if, you, if you're getting surgery on your neck, you can just risk being paralyzed just from a good shot. So we're, we're, we're going to see how, if Aljo's going to come back. How serious is that neck injury, though? Is he dodging? <sighs> Possibly. I mean, one would say he might be dodging. I, I can see. He could be dodging. You know, he could be holding on to that as much you as know, he can. Hey, if I want to chair, I want to be sleeping next to that belt in my bed, <laughs> you know, as long as I can. Oh, Aljo's definitely sleeping with it. it he's, he's cuddling up to it. He has his, it's right next to him is his belt, and then right after the belt's his girl. So it goes him laying in the bed, his belt, and Every then night. his girl. <laughs> Every night. 
Oh man, but for but then we we got a killer on our hands here. We have Corey the Sandman Sandahagen, who's been on a tear, which is it's ironic because his only loss, well, in my opinion, his only loss was to Aljo. He got choked out in the first round. I believe that he beat TJ Dillashaw in that in that last fight. It was it was close. It, it was it was close, but when you when you see both of them afterwards, Corey was chilling. He was hanging out. Um, T.J. Dillashaw. The reason why he didn't get this fight is because Corey messed up his knee, and Corey had and T.J. Dillashaw had to go into surgery, and then that cut above his eye was just disgusting. Not good. It was not good at all. So it's just it's hard. So for me personally, I know we. Don't leave it ahead in the judges, but me personally, I believe Corey Sanhagen won that last fight. What do you think? So, what are your predictions? My this fight overall predictions for this main fight. I believe that Corey Sanhagen is gonna take it. Sandman? I, I think the Sandman. The Sandman is gonna take it. And he's gonna be the new interim, in my eyes, the new official bantamweight 135 champion. Over here's Peter what's Yon. here's what's interesting about this fight. Stylistically, they're like identical calculated the only thing is Corey is 5'11 versus 5'7 that's a big he's gonna difference. have he's gonna have range he's gonna have range he's gonna but pick him off from Jan, the outside he's a dog he doesn't get tired we've never seen him gassed so well rounded I, I I don't know if it's gonna be a knockout I think someone might get submitted honestly submitted maybe like third if a submission's coming, it's coming from my boy Sandman. Mr. No Mercy, Peter Yan, he, I don't know if he has any submissions, but he's known, if he finishes fights, it's usually by TKO. The way he did Uriah Faber was dirty. Yeah. The way he did um, Jose Aldo, the best featherweight 145 champion of all time, was dirty. And the way he did Aljo and sent him into surgery was just nasty. So it's hard to count both these guys out, but if I... I just see Corey with the way that that last fight went down. He's taking this on short notice. He just fought TJ Dillashaw six weeks ago. I feel like hey, he's going to take it. I'm just saying Corey lost to TJ after taking his hiatus. It was that close. Gon's a fresher fighter. He is fresher. I if you're going to go do a decision against a guy that's been out of the UFC, the Octagon, for Two years. For, uh, he needs to show up. You know, for some injections. You know, we're not going to get into that, though. He needs to show up. <laughs> he, he does. <laughs> so, my final prediction, I got Corey finishing this via submission. And I'm going to say oh, round number two or three. Yeah, on submission, round three. Yeah, on submission. Final prediction? Final answer. Uh, there you go. We, we're going to see this again in Abu Dhabi. And... Just a little quick side note, if you guys don't know, this fight is actually free on ESPN. The UFC, for the first time in history, they're doing everybody a solid uh, for um, for the, the weird showtime because it is starting at 1 o'clock Central. And because the the nec next fight of next week is going to be actually a really big one, the Kamaru Usman versus Kobe Covington, they didn't want everyone to pay back-to-back -back weekends, so they are going to be doing this one for free. So tune in. And now for the third fight, we got Islam Makachev versus Dan Hooker. This is going to have all the eyeballs on it for good reason. 
oh, Hooker's a scrapper. He's got knees. He's got elbows. He's just lanky. He's lanky. He's dangerous. He's dirty. Still young, 31. 31. Wow, I didn't even know he was that young. Young. This is why people say the 155 division is the most deep in all of the divisions in the UFC. And Dan Hooker is just showing it, again, for this quick turnaround. His last fight was against uh, Nazareth Haperis. He fought about five weeks ago. And then RDA, our boy Rafael Dos Anjos, pulled out. And Dan Hooker is like, huh, I'll take that fight. Hey, man, another paycheck. He's been stuck in Las Vegas because of COVID. Australia's been having really strict rules, so he, he wasn't able to go home. And so the, he's been locked out for, like, their quarantine is now, like, it's like six weeks before you can reenter. And so he stayed in Las Vegas. They offered him this fight. He's like, hey, man, if I'm going to be staying here, I might as well fight again and get another check. And so w- with that being said, we got, we got Islam Makachev. On the other side, Islam. We got Islam. Khabib 2.0. Wow, this the, stylistically, this is like you got you got you got a grappler versus a striker. His his teacher, his trainer is Khabib. He's got even Daniel Cormier backing him up. Don't get touched. Don't get grabbed, <laughs> honestly. And then on the other side, you got Hooker, who's a brawler. Oh so. yeah, he's got knees up the middle. He's got just punches, elbows. He almost finished uh, our boy Dustin. Dustin Poirier. Poirier I was gonna say one of my favorite round. today. One of my favorite fights. And who may be the next 155 champion? By the way, tune in for that one later on in December. Yes, yes. This this fight, this card is just I- exciting. It's not Michael Shea versus Dan Hooker. So. The reason why this uh, fight is important is going to really change the layout of the whole division. If Islam wins this fight, he's going to be probably one or two away from a championship. Meaning, uh, main reason being that he is being backed up by Khabib. He's been backed up by DC. He's just shown us everything. And uh, what this plan is for tomorrow night, this is supposed to be Islam Makachev's coming out party. This is where everyone's supposed to get on the boat, get behind him, and start rallying behind Islam Makachev against Dan Hooker. He needs he needs to come out of the gate swinging because there's been what? I mean, there's been some doubt on him performing as top fighter. Yes. Now, a lot of his what his recent matches against Moises. It was <laughs> it's, it was slow. He still he still got the submission around four, but. We didn't see that. It wasn't exciting. It wasn't exciting. If you want the entire fan base behind you, you got big shoes to fill. Not not to mention, even higher. The bar is set even higher for you. So. Oh, what one hundred percent? He has to show everyone what he can do tomorrow, and all eyes are going to be on him. And this is where I want to say. Maybe the pressure will get to him, but it's not Makachev to show that he has just no pressure gets to him. He talks uh, quiet. He's very stoic. He's humble. He's very humble. And on the other side, Dan Hooker, if you've been seeing his interviews at the press conferences, he's it's just gleaming with confidence. He's looking jacked. Just having fun. He's been rolling with our boy Alexander Volkanovsky, who just came as number two pound-for-pound fighter in the world after that amazing fight over Brian Ortega. So we are just going to see exactly what these guys are made of. Can Hooker get back to the top, or is Islam Makachev just going to run him over like everyone is predicting him to? It's going to happen. So for my final prediction on this one, 
I do believe that Islam Makachev is going to get the submission in round three or four. I knew you were going to say that, and every other fan go with Islam. Hey, man. You- Hard not to. Honestly, it is. My heart's telling me hooker, but it's it's probably going to be Islam. If he can get a hold of him, take him down, round and pound, choke him out. That, that's going to be the ball game. And that's why he's a heavy favorite. Uh, you see the Vegas odds. You see him on DraftKings. They have Islam Makachev at plus 400. So, I mean, there's a reason for that. It's just all of the betting odds. But at the same time, if you want to be a betting man, you know, go on DraftKings and bet on is uh, bet on Dan Hooker because that's, that's a pretty he, – he could TKO him or knock him out. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. Trying to get paid. Hey, everyone's trying to get paid. And uh, speaking of that, go on, if you do go on DraftKings, use the promo code Taj and Bruce and get you a 10% discount. And then <laughs> good segue. We'll go from there. Who, who's your pick for this? <sighs> Honestly, if Hooker can keep him out, which I mean, it's said than done. I just I can't. I I just don't see Islam not grabbing. Grabbing his arms, fingers, toes, neck, anything. Islam is going to take it, probably. I'm going to say round four. He's going to grab his body here. Anything. I'm he sorry, not round grab. four, round three. Round three? Okay, that's, it's, that's a safe bet, and that but exactly might happen. Hooker just needs to throw a lot of fans and catch him with an uppercut. He's trying to come in for a takedown. Yeah, he's taller, so he— Tossing a lot of leg kicks. Oh, yeah, leg kicks. Don't, get, don't kicks. throw too many leg kicks. Grab one of them. Yeah. So, final pick for both of us, we got Islam Makachev. Round three. Last but not least, we have the golden boy that everybody is talking about, Hamzat Chima versus Li Jilang. This fight is going to be important for a lot of reasons. If anybody doesn't know who Hamzat Chimaev is, he's, as of right now, currently the only fighter to compete three times in two months. To be exact, it's in 66 days. When he made his debut, he finished the guy in the first round. He told Dana White, let me fight again next week. And he fought again 10 days later and then finished that guy in the first round. And then after that, he said he wanted to fight again. And then about three weeks later, he fought again and knocked the guy out with one punch, the very first punch that he threw. He, last, last three fights. Two TKOs. And not not even including that, every fight that he's been in has been a finish. He has never gone to decision ever in any of his fights, not even in wrestling or in mixed martial arts. He has never gone to decision. He does not let the judges decide his fate. He's like, no, no, you sit back. I got this. He's young, too, 27. 27. 6'2", that's... Hey, that, this is he's in his physical prime. Yeah. This is the time for it. But Li Jinglang is no joke. He's he, a veteran. He's a veteran. He um he has most of his fights, he he wins. His losses uh are via decision. He got submitted one time, but usually he TKOs or knocks people out. Here's my thing. He's been caught once. Li Jinglang? That's hey, Hamza hasn't fought at all this year either. But that was, that was due to COVID. He got COVID pretty bad. If That's anyone true. doesn't know, he was like coughing up blood and stuff. It got really bad. But in bad. 2020, he only fought once. Neither. 
leaves, you're like, hey, man, it's been a rough year for everyone, you know? <laughs> it's going to be interesting. What is your final take on this fight? Hamzat. Hamzat. Back out. I'm going to say end of the first. End of the first round. He knows he has something to prove. Yeah. When you've been out of the octagon for over a year and people have kind of forgotten about you, we know now that news, you have to stay in the news. It's just it, it, the news cycle goes so quickly when it comes to anything happening. You have to be relevant. You have to keep on fighting or talking. And it's been a year, and he knows he has to remind people who he is. And it's hard to bet, bet against a Russian. It's, it's those Dagestan guys, man. Watch out for them. They're taking over. <laughs> Quick recap. So for the main event, I got Glover Teixeira winning. My co-host here has Jan Blahovic for the uh, the co-main event. I got my boy Sandman fighting out of Colorado. Co-host has Peter Jan, and then Islam Makhachev versus Hooker. We both got Islam. I mean, when you got Khab- he's, he's Russian from Dagestan, and when you got Khabib saying you're going to be the next 155 pound champion, we're all inclined to believe you. And then we got Hamzat Chimov. Man, these Russians are they're a problem. They are a yeah. problem. Whew. So there you have it, guys. We are in the locker room, and we are essentially going to be watching these fights tomorrow. They start around 1 o'clock. So please tune in, and we will be doing our recap show on Sunday. So that will be dropping soon, and we will see you again in a few days. See ya. Peace.